Welcome to the Doug Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. We stream live at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, weekdays at DocWashburnShow.com. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at DocWashburnShow.com. This is the 73rd episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Tuesday, January the 25th, 2022. Hi, I'm Donnie Copeland sitting in for the one and only Doc Washburn. Doc and Peggy's a little under the weather, but hopes to be back in just a day or two. Today we have a great show lined up for you, including news you won't hear anywhere else, like while the establishments of both parties are salivating at the prospects of sending someone else's children off to fight in the Ukraine. A report on the D.C. march against vaccine mandates and medical tyranny over the weekend, including Bobby Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s speech. How Gonzaga University is doing all it can to alienate its most famous alum over masks. How different Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were treated uh, by the media, and that's the sports media, about their play uh, during these NFL playoffs. Uh, it was all about their approach to, to treatment regarding, you guessed it, the COVID vaccinations and uh, subsequent treatments. Uh, even though they both suffered home losses uh, in the NFL playoffs, they were treated much, much differently. We have the special Tweet of the Day segment brought to you by Red River Your Way today, and it's going to be a lot of fun, I promise you. Yes, Doc Washburn was fired by one of the most, uh, or rather one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because he refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last presidential election was stolen. No, his old employer wouldn't allow him to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kind of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We are unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Click on the button that says Become a Patreon. Again, I'm Donnie Copeland. Honored to be sitting in for Doc for just a day or two. And uh, our prayers are with uh, Peggy and Doc as they make a quick recovery. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Gab at Donnie Copeland, D-O. Uh, N-N-I-E-C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D, and we would uh, uh, love to interact with you. I'm a pastor, recovering politician. Uh, I was uh, actually a uh, uh, Republican uh, lieutenant governor candidate in 2010. Uh, then I ran for the House, uh, uh, the Arkansas State House in 2016, uh, won that race, ran for the state Senate uh, two years later, against a sitting Republican, a fellow Republican, that is, uh, because she voted for the uh, Obamacare uh, vaccination. Um, I, I'm sorry, the Obamacare uh, Medicaid, uh, state Medicaid. And um, and so uh, lost that race. So uh, won one out of three races. But I think I've uh, fully recovered, hopefully. Uh, and I, that was in 2018. I'm the proud husband of one, I'm the father of three, and pop to five grandchildren. I'm also a social entrepreneur, uh, have a nonprofit, and then I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, in that we uh, have several businesses that we uh, have have started. So uh, that's a little bit about me, but I want it to be about you today. I want you to have a great time uh, to enjoy what uh, we're, we've got to say here today uh, because I want it to be things that you're not going to hear anywhere else 
And that's why Doc started this podcast. And uh, we're hoping that um, uh, that you'll join with us. Uh, share and like. Let somebody know about it. Uh, we, we're every day adding new people to the show, and that just makes it uh, so, so uh, much fun around here. Um, but I want to talk today about starting off uh, about the uh, establishment uh, of both parties salivating at the prospects of sending someone else's children off to fight in the Ukraine. I hear, by the way, that it's pretty nice in the Ukraine uh, this time of year. Uh, uh, hey, can we find out what the temperature is in Ukraine right now? I bet it's really, really nice. Probably kind of like uh, maybe like Palm Beach or something, uh, perhaps. Uh, but, uh, you know, here's the thing. Is, isn't it amazing the liberals for so long, they were the party of anti-war. Uh, but all of a sudden we find uh we find that it's Republicans, uh, at least Donald Trump Republicans, uh, that uh, kept us out of wars. Uh, but War Inc. is what I call it, and that is the, the big war machine, the industrial uh, uh, complex, uh, that military-industrial complex that does all it can to get us in all the wars that it can. Uh, but there's a reason for that. And it's not just Democrats that is doing it either. Uh, it is Republicans and Democrats. See, one of the, uh, one of the biggest misnomers about politics, and I learned this. Oh, by the way, in Ukraine, it's a wonderful 18 degrees right now. So, uh, kudos sending our kids off to fight in a war uh, that has nothing to do with us. Now, I'm all about, uh, protecting national interests. I'm all about protecting nations that can't protect themselves. But listen, we give billions upon billions of dollars uh, to NATO, and that's why we give money to NATO. And I know they're saying we're giving 8,500. Uh, we're just uh, moving 8,500 troops to the effort uh, by NATO. Uh, but we already have troops that are dedicated to NATO. So uh, that's one. Two, uh, it always escalates and it always gets uh, larger and larger, larger, as you well know. But I want you to see today, and this is from my experience uh, as just a little state representative here in the state of Arkansas, um, my eyes were open. Uh, one, I guess my eyes should have been open uh, to, to this uh, false narrative that some way, somehow there is a, uh, it's Republicans versus Democrats. And here's what I've always said. Here's the real uh, makeup of politics. It's Republicans uh, uh, establishment Republicans plus establishment Democrats plus uh, corporate interest and lobbyists uh, versus the American people. That is the reality of it. And so uh, I just want us to uh, get that straight right from the onset today. So what is driving this uh, Ukraine thing? Well, I'll tell you, first thing that is driving it uh, is that uh, we have a uh, president, and we have a party, the Democratic Party and the establishment Republican Party, uh, they have spent uh, four or five years bashing Donald Trump uh, in relation to Russia. And so we have totally out, uh, alienated our relationship with Russia. We, we don't have a relationship with Russia. Uh, and so now when they're making overtures toward Ukraine, we find ourselves uh, on the outside looking in uh, where all Donald Trump had to do is pick up the phone because he had open communication and was uh, talking with 
Putin and not only Putin, but a, a lot of other leaders as well. And so, uh, look, you know, sometimes you, you make your bed and you have to lay in it. And that's exactly what's happening uh, right here to the United States, unfortunately. And guess what? The politicians, uh, th- they won't suffer from this. They'll actually benefit from this. And I'm going to show you how here in just a moment. Um, look, uh, if you'll follow the money in politics, it'll tell you where everything is headed every time. Um, uh, a great example is when I was in the House of Representatives in uh, Arkansas here, uh, we were fighting uh, about the uh, Medicaid expansion. And all Medicaid expansion was was a way to get Obamacare into the states. Well, guess what? Uh, you had Republican governors who played along with that. Uh, and and men like, uh, you heard of a guy named Mike Pence? Well, Mike Pence allowed Medicaid expansion into his state. That was allowing Obamacare, uh, Barack Obama, to get a foothold in conservative states and turn people by giving them free health care. Mind you, they said that the free health care was for people who couldn't afford health care. But if you worked, you were penalized. I knew of people personally, constituents of mine, who uh, were lower income, who worked every day, could not qualify for Obamacare Medicaid expansion. And so I stood up on the floor of the House of Representatives and made this statement. And uh, up in the balcony or, or in the um, glass uh, press boxes or, or what we would call the luxury boxes at a football stadium uh, in the House of Representatives, the, it's the lobbyists that are up there instead of the owners. Well, I guess that's one and the same, right? Uh, but um, uh, and, and I said, you know, uh, why does a $500 personal policy uh, wh- why does it cost $500 under Obamacare and, uh, the, the state, you know, is getting a piece of that. The government's getting a piece of that, but also the, and I pointed up to those, uh, places up there, the glass, uh, rooms and, uh, these guys are getting a part of that, but you could buy that before Obamacare. You could buy that same policy for 120 bucks. Now it's 520 bucks where, is the 400 uh, bucks? Where is the $400? And I said, it's right up there. And I pointed up there. Well, they called me off the floor and told me I couldn't say stuff like that. Stuff like what? Like the truth? And well, the reason I told you that story was is because that is exactly what is happening uh, with Ukraine. That is exactly what has happened. There's, there is no difference whatsoever. Uh, and, uh, and you said, well, how can that be? Well, uh, because you have all these senators, all these congressmen that have been supported by all these uh, military establishments, uh, all these defense contractors, uh, all these people who uh, support and uh, give our periphery type industries to the um, industrial military industrial complex. And so you have this vast network. Listen, there's a reason uh, that uh, the D.C. area. Uh, is, uh, yes, absolutely. Somebody said, uh, fast recovery for Doc and Peggy. And, uh, we are, uh, we are, uh, absolutely, uh, praying for them. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for all of you that are joined and are here with us. Um, but you have this, the reason that uh, the DC, uh, the Hampton Road area and all of Northern Virginia there, uh, is, uh, is so wealthy. We're the wealthiest. And by the way, we got a lot of great and we're growing like wildfire in Virginia. Thank you so much. But the reason you have so much wealth up there is because of 
the military industrial complex. And so, uh, you have congressmen and senators, uh, house members and senate members who have received great, uh, massive donations from, uh, military interest. And so now that they want to invade Ukraine, uh, are there some uh, are there some cases to be made for Ukraine needing help? Uh, I, I think so. I think you could delve into it and see some of that. Uh, but I don't want it to be lost today that we've already pre-planned. We've already uh, done things for Ukraine, and we have plans in place. But what you'll find is under the cover of we need to help right now, uh, they'll crank up uh, the machine. They'll dump billions of dollars uh, and, and because the dollar's not backed by anything, they'll just pump billions of dollars into it. And, uh, and then here we are. And, uh, and, and we'll look up, you know, and, and hopefully not 17 years later. Uh, but, but who knows? Uh, that's just it. We don't know. And so, um, what we need, uh, is we need congressmen, we need senators, uh, who are not beholden and they make decisions that are best for America. Uh, you know, someone tweeted out the other day, and I thought it was powerful what they said. They said, you know, uh, we'll send, uh, looks like Joe Biden will send uh, troops to any other place uh, or any other border but our own border. And, man, that's that's really true uh, and, and quick to do so. So uh, I just, uh, I, I want us to see today, and I was, in fact, I was looking at the, um, uh, I believe it was Gateway Pundit, and uh, they had a great uh, article on Ukraine and was talking about I'm not going to read any of that to you today, but you can go there and check it out at gatewaypundit.com. And uh, there is uh, a, a great article there uh, about Ukraine, about the interest there. And so um, I, I think it's so important that we understand that we know that there are um, – you know, there are some very, very uh, complicated things going on in the Ukraine. Uh, because one, I think, uh, number one is we have to understand, um, you know, how the, how the Biden administration is going to cast this is, uh, well, we need, we ought to care about the sovereignty of, of, of Ukraine. But here's the problem. Uh, the Democrats have not, uh, they've not, cared about the sovereignty of Ukraine or Taiwan or, or anybody else that is fighting for their freedom until they can crank up the war machine. And so uh, I, I just I, I want us to keep an eye on this. Uh, you know, uh, Doc has really helped me in this area. Also, uh, you know, our our beloved Rush Limbaugh uh, said, you know, look behind the news, look behind what is being said and, and look at really and truly what's going on. And I think that's so important uh, that we do that, that we look at it and we see what is happening. Because so often uh, we we look at things and it seems like, well, it's just, you know, uh, that's just the way it is. There's not really a, um, you know, that, that we really don't have a choice. But the actuality is we do have a choice. Uh, we can make uh, decisions a lot of times. Uh, behind the scenes, we can do it diplomatically. Uh, are there times that we have to fight uh, the greatest generation and, and Vietnam and, and many others? Uh, we, we've seen the, uh, the slippery slope uh, where government gets our, uh, our men and women into uh, situations that are hard to get out of. 
uh, under false pretenses, under uh, situations uh, that are uh, not in our personal best interest. And so uh, I, I want us to look at that and uh, and give that a hard look because, uh, you know, and I, I think this goes to another point, actually. And, and the, 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 the other point of this about Ukraine, Ukraine is the tip of the spear, uh, but it's all connected to corporate money and politics. Uh, and I personally believe in a, a corporation being able to give money uh, as an individual. I, I, I fully support that. What I, uh, what I don't support is policy being made uh, because of those donations and not in our best interest. Uh, I remember receiving a, a potentially large donation from a very large player here in uh, the uh, state of Arkansas. And uh, sitting right here, I'm in my palatial studios here at my home studio. Uh, Doc has the Starship Enterprise over there at his place. And I've got this humble little studio uh, over here in my uh, house. And uh, it is... Um, uh, it is one of those uh, things to where uh, I have a, a wonderful studio. And uh, originally it was really, really man, like a man cave. Well, not really, but but close. I had been from Louisiana originally. Uh, I had pictures of New Orleans. I had, uh, you know, uh, all types of uh, swamp pictures and uh, had a really cool uh, masculine-looking brown couch in here, and it was really cool. And uh, then my wife decided she saw this electric blue. If you go on Twitter, you can see that blue couch. I, I tweeted it out a little earlier, uh, and she found this blue couch, and that was the that's where it went downhill. She put some really nice wood floors in here. I'm looking around. This is really nice. Uh, I painted my walls from a, a real masculine tan to a, a kind of a I don't know some color mint green, uh, bluish mint green, then a, this electric blue couch with pom-pom uh, looking pillows and a metal table uh, with uh, really uh, cool bluebirds and white vases. And I got to keep my desk at least. So uh, anyway, um, you know, I'm, it is what it is. Uh, and uh, I'm here and I'm enjoying it. Uh, and, uh, it's a little less uh, masculine than it was, but hey, uh, this is her castle and I'm just, uh, what's the old saying? It's a woman's world and we're just living in it. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at here in the, in the studios. And uh, right here in this place, I, I had a conversation, uh, over the phone, uh, with a major donor and he said, you know, we would like to support your campaign. And I said, well, I'd, I'd love that. I said, but I need to tell you, you know, here's where I stand on the issues that affect you. And uh, if this comes up, here's how I'm going to vote. And they gave me money anyway. Well, guess what? Some of those issues came up later uh, and they fully supported me uh, because uh, uh, I had to, um, you know, I had to make some tough decisions. And so uh, anyway, uh, that's what needs to happen. But here's the problem with corporate America and uh and politics and and that is this we we have this problem uh where uh men and women that are elected feel beholden and they 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 can't seem to make an independent decision uh and so we have corporate america a lot of times 
And if, you know, if you've noticed this, we have corporate America doing the bidding uh, of uh, liberal politicians most of the time. Uh, you don't see corporations very, very rarely do you see uh, corporations doing the bidding of conservatives. They're doing the bidding of liberals. Uh, and if they can't do it through legislation where they're getting a benefit like GM, uh, and the bailout that they received, uh, you'll see it in uh, advertisements, uh, a social agenda. You know, you're trying to watch a family-friendly show and, and the, the commercials. Have you noticed that every single commercial has a social agenda to, uh, to reacclimate your morals? And so, uh, I want you to see that. I want to see that, uh, clearer. What is happening? Uh, it is, uh, establishment Democrat, are all Democrats, establishment Republicans, uh, and corporate America versus, uh, the, the citizens. But I'm going to tell you about somebody that's not that way. Uh, and that is Red River Your Way. RedRiverYourWay.com. RedRiverYourWay.com. RedRiverYourWay.com, uh, is, uh, a corporation. They're a, they're a big car company. And, uh, they have a, uh, a great, great, uh, uh, CEO. Uh, he is a, uh, a patriot. He is a great believer in liberty. And, and let me tell you the story. And Doc is too humble. He won't tell you this story. Uh, but Doc has so many people like you guys that loves him so very much. Uh, well, one of those, uh, was, uh, Mitch Ward, the owner of this, uh, huge car company. Uh, and, uh, Red River Your Way heard about Cumulus Media dismissing, uh, Doc over this vaccine mandate. And so what, uh, what Mitch did, uh, Mitch automatically, he, he calls Cumulus Media doing thousands of dollars a month, uh, in, uh, in advertising with Cumulus Media over many stations. And he said, drop my advertising, I'm done. Uh, then the next call he made was to Doc Washburn personally. He got his, his, uh, 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 cell phone number and called him and said, look, said, I, I, I want to talk to you. So Doc, uh, and myself and a couple of other, uh, uh, Brian, uh, Cumulus, uh, part of our ownership team here at the Doc Washburn show. Uh, we all go out and we meet with Mitch Ward. And, uh, Mitch said, look, I believe in what you're doing. Uh, I believe in what, uh, you know, what, uh, is happening here. And, uh, I, I wanna, I, I wanna help you. And he said, I wanna advertise. He said, I'm not even, you know, and Doc being Doc, you know, he said, well, man, I, I want this to, you know, help you. And he said, I, you know, he said, you're, you're a car dealership here in, uh, Central Arkansas and all over Arkansas, actually in other states as well, if I'm not mistaken. And he said, um, he said, I, you know, he said, I, I want it to be a benefit to you. And Mitch said, no, no, no. He said, I, I, I my, our company is nationwide because, you know, we do, uh, what the, uh, others that, uh, you know, have car vending machines and all that, but we can save people money because we don't have car vending machines. We actually have a dealership. Uh, we, we, get down to where people need to get and uh, we uh, we really pride ourselves on uh service and and uh, he said uh this is going to benefit us but it's also going to benefit you and we want to be involved and so I, I want you to go to red river 
uh, yourway.com, redriveryourway.com. If for some reason you, uh, you maybe can't find them, you can't find what you want, uh, call 501-982-9121, 501-982-9121. Uh, just go to their website, uh, check out. Uh, I'm sure they've got a 1-800 number here as well uh, because from anywhere in the United States, uh, you can uh, reach out to these guys. Uh, great cars at great prices. Any kind of car, uh, they can find it for you. And uh, they do a wonderful, wonderful job at RedRiverYourWay.com. Uh, and this is an example of a company uh, that does not tow the, the government line. This is an example of a company that's saying we're not looking to see what government can do for us. Uh, we're, we're looking to what we can do for liberty. And so, man, you want to support people like this. You want to support people that are, uh, really, really trying to support, uh, what we do and, and, and then liberty in general. And so I think it's so important. Uh, but not every corporation is that way. In fact, most corporations are not that way. You got the Mitch Wards of Red River Your Way. You've got the Mike Lindells of My Pillow. Uh, you've got some other great, uh, uh, people out there, uh, like Torba with Gab that are doing wonderful work. Uh, but unfortunately they, they're except, they are the exceptions to the rule because a government is, um, you know, given given them uh, uh, subsidies, and there's uh, I saw it a lot of times in the in the legislature. There would be uh, you know uh, rules enacted. Uh, I watched this happen where they would enact rules for uh, you know for hair salons. They would enact rules for uh, stricter rules on uh, you know just really mom and pop type situations, uh, and uh, these people couldn't. Uh, you didn't have the money to make the changes for this type of uh, uh, regulation, and so regulation a lot of times is used as a as a weapon, an anvil uh, to to uh, punish the mom and pop. We saw this during the, uh, the during the whole lockdown thing. Did you notice that uh, the mom and pop hardware store was shut down? Did you notice that the mom and pop uh, cafe was shut down. The little sub shop on the corner was shut down. Uh, your favorite little Thai place was shut down. But guess what wasn't shut down? Walmart wasn't shut down. Target wasn't shut down. Oh no, man, COVID will, uh, it'll attack you at church. It'll attack you at the cafe, but COVID doesn't go in Walmart. COVID doesn't go in Target. Uh, and I saw this, uh, this, uh, unholy alliance, if you will, between uh, corporations and, uh, and government, especially big government. Uh, a, a great example of this, and I don't want to spend too much time on it this morning. I've already spent 27 minutes on it. Uh, but, uh, I, I want you to see this today. I, I want to re- be reminded myself about it. And that is that, uh, uh, you know, we had a, a bill uh, that we were, repre- that we had introduced in the uh, House of Representatives. And it was a bill during the time where there was this big fight going on about the, the whole bathroom issue. And uh, one of the great organizations here in Arkansas uh, was uh, fighting uh, for small businesses especially uh, to simply to where they had the right to have a men's and a women's bathroom. And someone couldn't dictate to them uh, you know, uh, how their bathrooms had to be set up. 
and so uh, that was really it wasn't anti anybody. It was strictly trying to uh, trying to defend the rights of the mom and pop uh, stores and and establishments so that they were not uh, you know not uh, unduly attacked like the baker in Oregon uh, that that refused to make the cake. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the, the governor had agreed that he would sign it if we passed it. We passed it. Uh, and man, we, it was, it was a battle. I mean, there was people came out of the woodwork from all over the nation and we were, we were walking up actually to go in to vote and they're screaming, hollering and spitting. Uh, I didn't personally get spit, spat on, but, uh, several of my colleagues did. Uh, we, we voted anyway. We voted that, you know, uh, men had to, biological men had to go to the men's bathroom. Biological women had to go to the women's bathroom. What a novel idea, right? And, uh, and, and so we got it passed. The Senate passed it. Uh, and, uh, it went to the governor's desk and the governor didn't sign it on day one. And he had already promised to sign it. On day two, he didn't sign it. And we're like, okay, something's up. You know, he didn't sign it right away. What's going on? So I, I'm sitting in the judiciary committee, uh, get a tap. Hey, you know, uh, three or four of you come out and it was those of us that, uh, had voted for it and said, uh, need to talk to you. Well, standing there was one of the, the governor's, um, uh, guys and, uh, a representative from Walmart. And he said, Hey man, just want to let you know as a lobbyist and he was connected to Walmart. I'll put it that way. And, uh, said, you know, just want to let you know, uh, that, you know, man, you know, governor had every intention to sign this bill. The governor really wanted to sign it, but man, he got a call last night from Walmart and said, if he signed this, they're moving out of Bentonville, which is up north of us. And that's the headquarters, world headquarters for Walmart and they're going to move. And, uh, and so me, me and a few others said, you know, let them move. Uh, and I know that's a, that's a bolster. That's easy to say. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people up in, in, uh, Bentonville, uh, Rogers and Springdale area that they, you know, their, their whole lives are connected to Walmart. But listen, at some point, uh, we have to stand, uh, for liberty. At some point, just like Doc did, at some point we have to say enough is enough. And, and, and I just said, I said, look, you know, when did Walmart start dictating uh, in my innocence, you know, I'm about a year in at this point. When did Walmart start dictating uh, legislation? Well, in, in, in reality, they've been dictating it for a long time. They're still dictating it. And guess what? Uh, the governor did not sign that bill. Uh, he asked us uh, to rescind the bill. And we refused to do so. So he just didn't sign it. Uh, and uh, and uh, I think somehow some maneuver uh, they were able to pull it from the floor. Uh, and, and it was at that point I realized, you know, I'm one of 100. Uh, I've been a pastor for 38 years. Uh, you know, I've, I've been used to being uh, the lead guy. And I realized at that point uh, it wasn't just about being one of 100 uh, in the state legislature. It was more about this is not about right versus wrong. This is not about uh, liberty versus tyranny. Uh, this is about corporate America, uh, the establishment of Democrats, establishment of Republicans keeping, uh, their good old boy club, uh, going. And so I said, well, I can, you know, I can go to the Senate and, and do better. There's, you know, just 35 over there and one of 35 is more influential and lost that race, even though, uh, I was heavily outspent. Uh, and somebody said, why did you, you know, why did you walk away from your state? 
house seat and running in a race against the establishment, a longtime uh, Republican. And the reason I did that was because I wanted people to know uh, that, uh, man, you know, at some point you've got to stand for tyranny. Our our forefathers, uh, they lost, you know, a lot of them lost wealth and they lost uh, position uh, because they stood for what was right. Uh, and, and, and I'm, I, I am somewhat of a contrarian, uh, and I, I like to go against the grain, uh, but not just for no re- you know, for, for any reason. I, it has to be, uh, because something is, uh, based on principle. And I think that's so very important. And I appreciate you, uh, so very much in, uh, what you, uh, stand for and what you're, uh, asking, you know, uh, those around you to, to stand for. And, uh, and, and sometimes you may feel like, well, as you know, it's in a small way that I'm standing. It may be in a small way that I'm doing what I can do, but, uh, you do the best you can do. You do everything that, uh, you can do. You, you work in your area. And, uh, I just want to encourage you today. I know sometimes it can feel like, oh, all hope is lost. It can feel like, you know, the world is against us. And, and in some regards, uh, it, it may seem that way. Uh, but I, I want to remind you, uh, that, you know, just like, uh, the Lord had to remind, uh, Gehazi, uh, the, 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 you know, the servant of the prophet that, hey, there's more with us than there are with them. It feels like, uh, it's us against the world, but if God be for us, who can be against us? And uh, truth shall triumph. I, I believe that, and uh, and so I think we've got to. I think we've got to believe that and stand for that with everything within us. Um, you say, well, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's so different than ever before. Sorry about that. I had to get a little sip of coffee. I'm drinking uh, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock coffee. Um, and so uh I don't know if you've ever tried it. It's really good stuff. I'd read somewhere where it was um the uh the number one coffee. I think Duncan maybe was number one, just number two. I started drinking it some time ago. Get the uh hundred percent Colombian peak uh and it's uh good stuff. You can get it uh at most of your grocers. Uh I use the K cups, but it's good stuff. Um uh, so I'm enjoying a cup here. It's kinda hard. Uh, I, I know how Doc feels now when he says, you know, hey, let me stop and get a get a sip. So uh, anyway, it's just great to have coffee with you here this morning and, and spend this time with you. Um, and we're going to move on and talk about some other things here in just a moment. Uh, but I, I want to uh, relay a story to you. Uh, get you another sip of coffee there real quick. And, and it's a story of, uh, yes, I got hearts for a cup of coffee. Somebody else is having coffee, looks like. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's a story that I want to relate to you. It was, um, I want to say February of 2018. Uh, and I could be uh, uh, wrong about that. Man, it's so good to see all of you join us here today. Uh, Leo, good to see you. Good to see Josh. Uh, good to see... Uh, let's see, uh, Cartoon Steve, uh, let's see, YTC, uh, Views, maybe Brad, uh, there's, let's see, the Catfish, uh, man, good to see you guys today, Untangled, good to have you, good to have all you guys, some of you probably don't even remember your usernames, maybe, so, uh, and you've got, 
uh, a lot of letters and numbers, uh, PBG730IVSYC. Uh, good to see you guys, man. I'm so thankful to have you today, man. It's just a pleasure to spend this time with you. Thank you so much for spending this time uh, with us. I want to encourage you today. It may, it may feel like all hope is lost, but it's not. Do you remember I was actually running for the Senate in uh, February of, of 2018? Uh, uh, actually, Donald Trump had just kind of come on the scene. Actually, I think he had just actually won the nomination, if I remember right. Just previous to that, it was a dogfight between him and Ted Cruz. Imagine that. Um, and I was a Ted Cruz. I, I'm gonna. I'm a recovering politician and a recovering Ted Cruz uh, uh, supporter. I know. I know. Uh, don't please don't hang up on me. Um, but um, you know, in fact, I was such a big Ted Cruz supporter. I got a call from them when I was in the legislature. Said, hey, you know, I was running for the Senate, but I was still in the House. And, uh, you know, we'd like to have Ted Cruz come to your place and, and speak at your church. And I was like, sure, man. You know, I was thrilled. I was a Ted Cruz uh, fan. I mean, after all, Donald Trump was a Democrat, right? He was he ran with the stars. And, well, that's been a while ago, right? Uh, you know, him and Oprah was tight. Uh, you remember back when? Uh, see, I'm old enough to remember that. Uh, when all the Democrats loved him. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I looked at Donald Trump and I was like, you know, Donald Trump is a he's a pro-abortion liberal. I mean, you know, he's a limousine liberal, uh, uh, you know, bought and paid for uh, and bought and paid for a lot of politicians, by the way. And so, uh, you know, I was just I was so he, he remember when he came out and said something about two Corinthians instead of second Corinthians. I mocked him, made fun of him. I regret that to this day. I don't do that. And, I, and yet I did that. Uh, with him and man, that, that's probably one of my bigger regrets, that and supporting Ted Cruz. So anyway, we had Ted Cruz at our church, uh, and, uh, we, we was, it, the crowd was so big we couldn't have it in the sanctuary. We had to move back to our gyms, 20,000 square feet. Place was packed to the gills. They had a uh, stage in the center. Uh, people were on the, uh, the walking track above. Uh, they estimated, I think, somewhere around 3,000 plus, maybe been closer to 4,000, I'm not sure, that were there that night. Uh, I actually went into my office to get something before the event and uh, opened the door, and there sat Ted Cruz and his dad. And uh, and I, I apologized. And I said, man, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, no. I said, are you the pastor? And I said, yeah. And, and he said, well, come in. It's your office. And 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 talk to them probably 20 minutes, just the three of us. It was a it was a great time. He was much more personable, uh, you know, uh, in person one on one than he than he is uh, behind a microphone. Uh, and then uh, here's what turned me. But I'm getting to a point here, so just hang on, okay? I, I'm giving you hope today. I want you to know there is hope. There's always hope. Uh, you know, the Bible says when you've hoped against hope, uh, still hope. And, uh, when you've done all you can do to stand, stand. And so, uh, you know, I'm, man, I'm all in for Cruz. And then here's something I noticed. It was in one of the debates. I noticed that all the candidates were against Trump. And I noticed that the establishment was against Trump. And I noticed that the Democrats all of a sudden hated Trump. And I noticed that the media, uh, hated Trump. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, wait a minute, uh, the establishment Republicans hate him, uh, all the Democrats hate him, and the media hates him. Man, he must be the guy. 
and I was I, just like you were. I was dead right. And then I heard him uh, in the in the debates, and he talked like no politician I ever heard before. And so uh, I, I think honestly, and this is you know, uh, I voted in the primary. We had an early primary that year, and I actually voted for. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure I voted for Ted Cruz, uh, but it was later I realized uh, in, in the primary, I realized that Donald Trump was the guy. And uh, and 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 besides, probably Donald Trump won and Ronald Reagan, too, to be quite honest. I didn't think I would ever say that. Uh, but but be that as it may, uh, there was something that happened on uh, in February uh, and it was it, it would forever change my life uh, in a couple of ways. One very negatively, uh, the other very positively. And it is actually the day that Justice Scalia died. Do you remember that day? Uh, I want to set the scene for you just for a moment, okay? Uh, the day that Justice Scalia died, uh, I'm just going to pull that up here. It was January the 23rd. I knew it was almost into February. Uh, it was January the 23rd, 2016, uh, when, uh, Justice Antonin Scalia passed away. Uh, February, uh, I'm sorry, February 13th, 2016. Uh, and, uh, I knew it was in February, but I looked up and I saw another date here. Sorry about that. February 13th, 2016. You remember that day? You remember, uh, you know, I think Donald Trump either has the nomination, uh, or is real close to the nomination. It's pretty inevitable. Uh, Hillary looks to be, uh, and she's already, already sold up the, uh, Democrat, uh, uh, nomination. And so, uh, all of a sudden we realize, and you look at it and you go, you know, uh, she's going to run away with it. Everybody hates Donald Trump. Uh, and, you know, you know, just life really stinks at this point. And then I'm out, I'm out knocking doors for my Senate campaign, state Senate campaign. And I hear the news and it just, I'm devastated. Uh, and, and, and the news is that, that Justice Scalia has been found dead. And, uh, man, I'm like, okay, Hillary Clinton's getting ready to be elected president. Uh, she's going to put a liberal in there in the place of Justice Scalia. Man, you know, we're finished. We're done. You remember that day? I do. I remember it. Uh, February 13th, 2016, like it was yesterday. Feels a lot like today, doesn't it? Feels a lot like, uh, w- when you hear Joe Biden ramble and, and, you know, uh, just go on and on. And, uh, it, it's, it's just like you feel so hopeless. Uh, but you fast forward. Uh, just a few months later in November, and we were babysitting our kids when the election uh, results started to roll in, and uh, and Donald Trump won, and we had a glorious uh, four years of, of Donald Trump, a uh, just unprecedented uh, win after win after win after win. But here we are again. But isn't that just like life? Isn't life like that? You get up one day and it feels wonderful. It feels like, man, we can take on the world. Your marriage feels great. You're, you, you love your job. You love your kids. And then the phone rings and something happens. And uh, my old pastor said years ago, he said, man, the tide's in and the tide's out. And, uh, you know, things happen and things go on and things take place. And, man, you just, you know, 
and and then one day's great and one day's not, and uh, it's overcast and, and it doesn't look like you know the sun's ever going to shine again. You go to bed and the night is dark and it's cold and the wind is blowing and you wake up the next day and the birds are singing and the sun has peeked out behind the clouds and it's a whole new day. And I want to tell you, I, I really believe uh, because I believe uh, I have faith. I have faith in America, uh, not the political system, but in the people of America. I have faith in uh, God that he is going to help us. Uh, we have uh, great men and women uh, like Marjorie Green Taylor. We have uh, men like Thomas Massey. We have uh, men that are uh, uh, great women like Marjorie Green Taylor, great men like Thomas Massey. Uh, we have uh, people that are standing for freedom, not as many as we would like, uh, but thank God we have some. And we have more on the way right here in our own state in the second district. We have uh, a, a dyed in the wool rhino, French Hill, uh, and uh, he's being primaried against a great patriot, a combat veteran by the name of Conrad Reynolds. Uh, go to ConradReynolds.com and give to Conrad Reynolds uh, because he's going to defeat French Hill uh, because this is a new day, and he's a guy that's going to stand uh, for liberty and stand against uh, the tyranny that is being imposed upon us. And so I just want to encourage you today. You know, uh, Israel must have felt really disheartened. There was Goliath and he's roaring. But God had a little David on a hillside. And, and thank God Samuel, uh, was, was sensitive to God and, and uh, said, no, this is not the one. This is not the one talking about Jesse's sons. And he found the little boy out in the, in the in the fields tending the sheep and we know uh, for a lot of you at least you know the story how that he, uh, he he defeated Goliath and so it may look insurmountable today it may look like that things are just not going to you know uh, going to pan out and uh, but but I'm going to tell you if we'll just hold fast if we'll do what we can, I want to encourage you in something. I want to encourage you. Uh, I know you, you, maybe you're like me. You don't have tons of money you can give. Uh, but I'm probably going to donate somewhere in the, uh, you know, uh, neighborhood of, uh, you know, a few thousand dollars this, uh, this go around. I'm giving to some state candidates. I'm giving to some federal candidates. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I'm praying for them. Yeah, I'm going to vote for them. Uh, but listen, corporate America is not going to, not going to donate to them and they have to get their message out. Uh, so if it's just $25, just $10, uh, I want to encourage you, uh, to, to, uh, go and, and give to men like Conrad Reynolds and others that are doing great, uh, great work. Uh, I want to talk here in just a moment about, uh, the DC March, uh, against medical, uh, medical tyranny, uh, that happened this weekend in, uh, in DC and, uh, the, the Gateway Pundit, uh, the Blaze, several, uh, places, uh, did a great job, uh, in, uh, talking about this, uh, great event. It was very well attended. Uh, actually, uh, we had several of the doctors. It was some of the, uh, not frontline doctors, but very similar. The COVID Summit, uh, Global COVID Summit. Uh, dot com global global covid summit dot com a group of doctors uh that um 
that I know several of them were there. Uh, and, uh, the, these are great people. They are great people that are, um, that are doing the work medically. Uh, and, uh, and Robert Kennedy Jr. gave, uh, from what I heard, uh, was a phenomenal speech. In fact, he said it was one of the best speeches, uh, that has, uh, ever been given, uh, at the, uh, uh, actually at the, uh, Lincoln Memorial. And, uh, these people just are really, really, uh, so, so very, uh, brave. And I'm just so very thankful for them. Doctors who have a lot to lose, uh, and they are doing their best and, and working hard. And so, uh, I'm, I'm very thankful for these people. I'm very thankful. Uh, you know, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, was, was, uh, included remarks, uh, uh about, you know, the, uh, anti, or against the, uh, imposition of vaccines on Americans. And let me tell you something, folks. Uh, time will tell all, but you know this innately. You hear it every time you hear someone in your town, you hear someone dying. Uh, and, 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 and let's, let's be honest. Uh, a lot of, you know, uh, people die, uh, of, of strange causes or, or just drop dead, unfortunately, uh, all the time. Uh, but, but, uh, I, I would say I've heard of more in the last few months than I've ever heard of friends of ours that, uh, and, and, you know, you, you're not going to ask, Hey, did they take the vaccination? Did, you know, did they get a booster? Uh, but my wife and I attended the funeral of a man and his sister who was or is an RN told us, she said he died of a stroke. Uh, right after receiving the vaccine, she said, I am convinced, uh, that, uh, he died from, uh, the vaccine. Uh, we had a lady just the other day that passed away, uh, at work. And, uh, you know, I don't know for sure, uh, on her specific case, but I do know this. I know that a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, are, are dropping dead, uh, and a lot of young people, uh, younger people. Of course, when you're 60, uh, you know, a lot of people are younger than, uh, than older to you. But, uh, I, I just want to say how thankful I am for, uh, the Glo- global, uh, COVID summit.com doctors, the frontline doctors, Dr. Malone, um, uh, these, these wonderful, uh, doctors that are doing their very best, uh, and working hard, uh, to, uh, to do their very best to help us. Uh, we're, we're in a time, uh, where, uh, doctors who are actually, uh, giving, uh, the right treatments and giving people treatments early on are being punished. And doctors who are sending patients home, uh, till they get so bad that they have to go to the hospital and get on a ventilator and then eventually die are being celebrated. Uh, reminds me of what the Bible says. It says they'll call right wrong and wrong right. They'll call good evil and evil good. Uh, folks, we're living in it. We're right in the middle of it. And so, uh, you know, uh, not to over dramatize, but I don't think you can over dramatize something like this that is happening in America right now. Uh, but I am so thankful for the Dr. Malone's. I'm, I'm so thankful for the Peter McCullough's. I'm so thankful for, uh, people that are, 
uh, standing up for us. Um, uh, I, I'll tell you a quick story ha- happened uh, the other day. Uh, we have a lady uh, that attends our church, and she's a precious, precious person. And uh, she's a- uh, 80 years of age, but you would never know it. She's very active, very sharp, uh, uh, I mean, very healthy. If you saw her, you'd probably think she was in her mid-60s, maybe. Um, became very sick. Uh, possibly had, in fact, she did test positive for COVID. She kept going down, kept going down. Uh, finally, her daughter uh, took her to a medical clinic. They test her. She did test uh, for COVID. Uh, I think she had some other things going on, but uh, uh, she did test for COVID. They took her to the hospital. I called her immediately, her daughter, and I said, listen, don't let them give her remdesivir. And uh, he, here's what I want you to get for. And I told her about quercetin uh, with vitamin C. And I told her about vitamin D. And I told her about zinc. And uh, told her the dosage dosages to take. Uh, but I told her to do her own uh, to do her own research. And I said, you know, even though she's in the hospital. But I said I'm going to do something. I said I'm going to call some people that I know and see uh, if I can get some information for you. And so what I was hoping with some with the uh, COVID summit, uh, global COVID summit, uh, dot com doctors. Uh, I thought, well, if I could just get them to give me a paper, uh, they could give me a website. I could give to this girl to give to, to, she could tell her mom, mom, uh, or, or tell the doctors, don't give my mom remdesivir. Don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, but do this, do that. This is acceptable. This is not. A lot of people don't realize their health is up to them, not to the doctor. The doctor works for you. You're paying the doctor just like you're paying the mechanic. If I don't want all four of my uh, brakes uh, replaced, I can tell them replace the front two, don't replace the back two or, or whatever. Uh, and a lot of people are intimidated by doctors. Uh, and and we're, we're to be respectful. We're to be, you know, um, you know, n- not to be, you know, belligerent. Uh, but but take control of your own health. You know, got to know what you're talking about, uh, and and do your best. And they'll try to make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but do your research. So anyway, I, I call uh, one of the doctors, and and I won't say them by name, uh, just because I didn't get their permission ahead of time. Uh, they're actually in Hawaii when I call them, and uh, they answer the phone on the first ring, uh, and and uh, and I said, you know, I actually had texted them. Uh, and, and said, Hey, uh, you know, do you have a, a white paper or something that I could send to this daughter of, of this precious lady, uh, in our church that is, has tested positive for COVID? And they've got her in the hospital. And I was just worried to death because, uh, COVID and the hospital don't do well together, doesn't do well together. And so, uh, the, the doctor said, Look, uh, call me. So I called. And, and they said, give us the patient's, uh, phone, phone number. And they, and, and give the patient our phone number. And they had the daughter of this patient call them. And, and folks, I'm going to tell you something. I talked to this lady the day before and, and I've known her 20 years. I got off the phone and told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared for Eddie. She just, man, she sounds, she sound like, she was 120 years of age, and this lady is just the epitome of of healthy and energetic. And man, she just sounded like she was at death's door, literally, and just sounded horrible. And uh, and and this was a day later, 
And did you know three or four or five days max later, I call her and she sounds like her old self and they gave her the treatments that she needed. And so, uh, folks, I'm telling you, and it'll take some digging, uh, but uh, you, you got to get out there. Go to uh, globalcovidsummit.com. Go to frontlinedoctors.com if you need help uh, with uh, some of these resources. And uh, we'll try to post some on the Facebook page as well uh, for you. Uh, but there's a lot of people doing great work out there and that they will, they'll really help you. And, uh, we have to stay vigilant. You know, we have to stay vigilant. Uh, the, the thing is, you know, here's how I feel about the vaccine mandates. Uh, our vaccines, uh, take mandates off of it. Uh, if you want to get the vaccine, that's, that's your call. Uh, Listen, I'm not taking a vaccine where the typical vaccine, they try to, they try to compare these vaccines to polio vaccines, to smallpox vaccines, to flu vaccinations. There, there are no comparisons. Here's why. Most vaccines go through a 10 year trial period. These vaccines had a six month trial period. If there's one thing that I vehemently disagree with Donald Trump on is the fast track of vaccines and the pushing of vaccines. And so, um, you know, and it's not, I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-vax that have not been proven. And, uh, I don't take the flu, the flu vaccine. Um, and, and so, uh, it is, it is imperative that, but, but you make that choice based on how you feel. But, uh, I'm not going to impose you not taking a vaccine. Uh, and you don't impose on me taking a vaccine. That's how I feel about it. And so I think that is, uh, you know, so, so very important that you have, uh, information, uh, you have people, uh, that can, uh, that can help you. You have people that can be there for you and, uh, work with you. And I think that's so very important. And listen, you have these doctors that, you know, they have a lot to, they have a lot to lose. They, they have, you know, great, uh, you know, and a lot of people do, not just doctors, welders and everybody that won't take the vaccine. But these doctors have that's their livelihood. Uh, and they're they're standing up uh, for us. And uh, and I'm 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 just so thankful for the frontline doctors. I'm so thankful for the uh, uh, global covid summit dot com doctors. Uh, and, and I'm so thankful for health providers uh, that will. Uh, that will help us and work with us. And, and I'm just going to tell you, man, just recently I found a, uh, I mean, one of the greatest things, uh, that, I mean, since sliced bread, as they say, and that is I found a, uh, health plan and, uh, they are a supporter of this show. And that health plan is myfamilyhealthplan.com. Uh, Art Wilborn is the lead guy there. Uh, and man, he is phenomenal. He'll work with you. I've had uh, great insurance when I was in the state legislature. I had great insurance. Uh, it was paid for by far and large by the, uh, by the, uh, state of Arkansas. Uh, after that, uh, I went on the, after I left the legislature, uh, I went on one of the Christian sharing plans, uh, had a couple of, uh, things, uh, that my wife, a procedure she had done and, um, they, um, they didn't pay, but in fairness, they were pre-existing things. 
but it was it was a great stopgap measure, but it just wasn't uh, what what we needed. And so uh, Art Wilborn is another one. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com uh, contacted us and said, "Hey, man, I want to I want to support what you're doing. I want to be a part of this. You know, uh, I can help people nationwide." Uh, if I can't help them in the states that I'm not licensed in, uh, I've got people that I can connect them with and I want to help people. And, uh, and so, man, we were excited about, uh, art and about myfamilyhealthplan.com. And, uh, you know, I went to the website and, and read things like, uh, you know, man, it feels like my deductible, uh, I'm in deductible quicksand. Everything goes toward my deductible. Uh, so I end up just paying out of pocket. My health insurance premiums feel like another mortgage payment. Uh, and so, uh, it says I'll, you know, another guy said I'll never use anywhere near what I'll spend on, uh, on the years of health insurance. Uh, and, and, uh, and I was like, man, that's how I feel. Uh, but, but I can't, you know, I don't want to pay a thousand dollars a month for my wife and I's health insurance. Uh, and so I had this Christian healthcare plan and, uh, you know, I'm very involved in the Doc Washburn uh, show uh, behind the scenes with with my other uh, friends and partners with with Doc, and uh, and and I'm you know I'm talking to Art and we're in, and Art's talking about his product and uh, and one day I'm driving to the road and I'm listening through my radio via Bluetooth to the Doc Washburn show live cast like you are right now, and I heard Doc reading. Uh, his typical, I'm, I don't have it here today, uh, but his typical, uh, uh, thing that he does so passionately about myfamilyhealthplan.com. And it clicked with me. I said, wait a minute. I need to call Hart. Uh, I'm right here. I mean, I've, I've, I've sat there and looked Art in the eye and talked to him for hours on the phone and I'm not even using him. And so I called him and it took about what, 20 minutes, maybe. And I went from paying Four hundred over four hundred dollars a month uh, for the Christian sharing. I, I saved like fifty bucks a month. I have no deductible. Uh, I mean, it, it, and it's just unbelievable. Uh, I, I have an actual insurance credit card uh, uh, or card. Uh, before I would, you know, if my wife went, I'd hand them the Christian healthcare plan sharing plan. They go, "What is this?" And they'd have to call, and they'd finally take it, but they didn't want to take it. Uh, but now it's like, you know, just nirvana. Uh, and, and I was looking on his website and, uh, Sean, uh, these are some of the testimonials for myfamilyhealthplan.com. Sean said, I was bit by my neighbor's dog. I went to urgent care. My bill was paid in full. This is people that went to myfamilyhealthplan.com and, uh, were, were able to get signed up. And, uh, this is, this is their testimonials. Uh, so I went to urgent care with this dog bite. My bill was paid in full and I got two checks totaling almost $500. I jokingly said I was going to uh, bite my other hand and go back. Uh, of course, uh, he's not going to do that, right? Uh, a very happy customer, Tommen, uh, said this, uh, I got my first check. Still have no idea how this works. Smiley face. A copy of a $188 check for surgery, uh, with my bill paid in full. Uh, and so, uh, here's another one, uh, $28,000 in 2019. We had no out of pocket, including our deductible. If we had had our previous Obamacare plan, we would have paid over 15,000 out of pocket. 
but we had $28,000 of medical bills in 2019, not a dime out of pocket. Russell said, my wife went to a specialist, and after about a, a little over a week, we received a check for $100, a bill paid in full, no money out of pocket. I tell everyone about myfamilyhealthplan.com. Gwen said, these days, people just don't do the little things that you do for me, Art, and your, and your other customers. It seems to be too much, but thank you for all you've done for me, all the extra. Vicky said, I saw my doctor for an earache. I just showed my card, no copay. I received mail uh, from my insurance company. Uh, I was sure it was a bill. To my surprise, a check for $110 and my bill paid in full. Uh, and on and on. If you'll go to myfamilyhealthplan.com, I'm telling you, you're going to save money. You're going to love the, the coverage. Uh, it is a great, great product. Uh, I, I actually used to sell insurance years ago. Uh, and, uh, once, once you delve into this, you'll understand a little bit more. There's a lot of, a lot of money left on the table. You say, well, this sounds too good to be true. Well, I'll tell you what's not too good to be true is you go to the doctor, uh, like we, we did with my wife, uh, here a couple of years ago, uh, with some hand conditions that she had. Uh, this is when I was with the state of Arkansas. And uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield had a large deductible because I never go to the doctor. She rarely ever goes to the doctor. Had this uh, hand uh, condition. They couldn't find out what it was. Uh, kept going, kept going, kept paying doctors, kept paying doctors. And guess what? Uh, not every one of that, every bit of that went to my deductible. Over three thousand dollars went to the deductible. Uh, and still, if we would have had a health issue, we still would have had a little bit left that we would have had to pay. Uh, so listen, go to myfamilyhealthplan.com and, and let them, uh, help you. Kudos to, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. Uh, for the great speech. Go and find that speech. I wish I was as, uh, tech savvy as Doc and could give you some of the recording of that, but I don't have it here. But I want to move on and kind of delve in the sports arena, uh, no pun intended there, for a few moments and talk about how politics, uh, and, and a lot of you already know this, uh, that are, uh, that are on here, uh, but politics is, 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 you know, liberalism ruins everything it touches. If you don't believe it, go to Detroit, Michigan. If you don't believe it, go to Baltimore, Maryland. If you don't believe it, go to any big city, uh, that is ran by liberals. Go to Austin, Texas, one of the most beautiful, one of the classiest, most, uh, treasured cities, uh, in the world. Uh, and liberals have, have destroyed that city. Uh, well, just like liberalism destroys uh, cities, liberalism destroys towns because liberalism is is really socialism. Socialism, if you want a picture of socialism, look at Cuba. They're still driving cars made in the 60s. They're driving the cars that you would like to have uh, as a showpiece as their day-to-day car. Uh, and that's that's liberalism in a nutshell. Well, guess what? Liberalism doesn't just destroy big cities. Liberalism also destroys uh, things that we love, uh, like entertainment. Uh, you know, you can't uh, turn on uh, a show. Uh, Law and Order's got an agenda. Uh, all the NCISs have an agenda. All the Chicago's uh, have an agenda. Uh, you know, all these have an agenda. And there's uh, there's the moral agendas. There's the uh, you know, political agendas. They're mocking Trump. You know, they're still mocking Trump. He's still living rent free in their heads. Uh, 
so it, it ruins everything that it touches. Uh, and uh, sports is no exception. Uh, liberalism is trying its best to destroy sports. A lot of you, you don't watch the NBA any longer. You don't watch the NFL any longer. You don't watch Major League Baseball any longer um, because uh, liberalism has has destroyed it or is trying its best to destroy it as well. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know if you are familiar with, uh, as far as our audience is is a guy by the name of John Stockton. John Stockton is a Hall of Fame NBA player. He's a point guard for Gonzaga University uh, from the state of Washington. He grew up in the literally in the shadow of uh, Gonzaga University. He lived just down the street. He used to sneak in as a five-year-old and shoot baskets when the when they were there cleaning the gym. Uh, he lived, eaten, breathed uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga basketball. He went to Gonzaga. He's still, uh, they retired his jersey. He's, uh, <clears throat> a Hall of Famer, uh, Collegiate Hall of Famer, NBA Hall of Famer. Um, still is, has set all, most of the major records, uh, at Gonzaga. And, uh, because he's such a, uh, he is by far their most famous alum that I'm aware of. No one probably even close. Um, but guess what? Over the weekend, uh, John Stockton had his season tickets that were given to him uh, because he's such an esteemed member of Gonzaga University. Uh, they they were pulled from him, and he can he no longer has tickets to Gonzaga basketball. And it's not because he was arrested for domestic violence. It's not because he's a domestic terrorist. It's not because he beat his children or beat his wife. It's not because he was arrested for bank robbery. It's not because he uh, was caught with a trunk full of cocaine. No. The reason that John Stockton uh, no longer has Gonzaga University basketball tickets is because he refuses to wear a mask. That's right. That's why John Stockton no longer has basketball tickets is because he refuses to wear a mask. Think about that. Now, think about the efficacy of masks to begin with. Um, I, I was in a conversation the other day with uh, someone very close to me, and we we're talking about masks. And they said, "Well, you know," and and they're not they're not liberal at all. They're actually uh, very very much uh, middle of the road, uh, but 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 morally in every other way, right of center. But probably uh, we would say they're 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 pretty pretty centered. Uh, and, uh, they were like, well, you know, I can see there's a lot of reports about masks. And so I sent them some, uh, some research on mask uh, efficacy and, and its effectiveness. Uh, and, uh, they sent me an article back. And, uh, you know, it wasn't tit for tat. It wasn't that kind. Our relationship's not like that at all. It's very, very, uh, good. And, uh, so I, out of respect, I read the article. I read most just the high points. Uh, and I started noticing, you know, as I read, uh, that, uh, inconclusive and, and, uh, allegedly and, and words like this. And I thought, hmm, that doesn't sound at first now. It sounds like, man, masks are the, 
you know, it's the it's the answer to all of mankind and and so forth and so on. I'm like, man, this is pretty pretty good stuff. And then I dig on in there, and all of a sudden start seeing, you know, well, this is not proven, this is not proven. Well, we have questions about this, we have questions about that. And then you always go to I do when I read a white paper, uh, some type of study, I'll go to the uh, to to the summary at the bottom, and the summary was in conclusion. Uh, the efficacy of masks is inconclusive. Well, we already have had uh, people who don't have uh, a dog in the hunt. That they're they're not going to make money off of masks. They're not going to make money off of appearing on CNN. They're not going to make money appearing on Fox News to push the mask mandate or mask efficacy. Um, tell us that masks. Uh, do not work, that masks are not, uh, they're, they're not an optimum, uh, prevention method for, uh, COVID or any other disease, uh, as it were. And, uh, and so, but let's lay that aside. Uh, again, uh, it's, it's kind of like the, the vaccination. My issue with you wearing a mask, uh, that, that's your decision. If you want to wear a mask, if you want to breathe your own breath, uh, knock yourself out. Uh, if, if, if you want to feel like you're smothering all day, uh, that's fine. Uh, I would, I would encourage you to, to, to do the research and, and if you're going to wear it, uh, be sure that you're wearing it for the right reasons and be sure you're wearing it because it's actually helping you, uh, and not wearing it because it's a, it's a virtue, uh, signal, signaling. And, uh, and, and that's all I would say, but it's your business. Whatever you do, you can wear it to bed if you want to. I see people all the time, uh, driving down the road by themselves, uh, wearing a mask. And, uh, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I'm speechless. As a friend of mine says, no words. So, uh, uh, but, but so let's put the efficacy argument aside, uh, it's like liberalism literally will destroy itself to promote itself. You see this every day. Uh, you saw this in, in, uh, Seattle. Uh, they, they destroy neighborhoods. They destroy, uh, you know, uh, a, a beautiful, beautiful city, uh, because out of, out of the, you know, political correctness angle. Uh, by defunding the police, the, 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 the thugs take over, uh, the city and, and it's all to defend something that's indefensible. Uh, and really, as Will Rogers said, you know, uh, really what conservatism is, is, is common sense. Uh, but as Will Rogers said, common sense is not so common anymore. And, and liberalism is, of, of all things, it's one, it's an agenda. One, it, two, it's a religion. Uh, people actually, they worship liberalism. They worship people who tell them what to do, but don't do it themselves. They worship, uh, Hollywood stars who tell them that they need to ride a bicycle or they need to get an electric car while they're flying around in a Learjet. Um, they're telling people, you know, uh, you don't, uh, you know, you need to give your fair share, uh, while they've got six homes and, uh, you know, uh, avoid taxes at all cost. Uh, have you ever asked yourself this question? What is my fair share? I, I wanted one reporter to ask Barack Obama that question. 
when he said, I, I just think people ought to give their fair share. Uh, guy would say, hey, hey uh, Mr. President, uh, what would you define as someone's fair share? They're not going to tell you that. If they tell you what your fair, if they tell you 50, 49% is your fair share, and then you give 49%, then they, they don't have anywhere to go. So they, they use terms like fair share. They use terms like racial equality. They use terms, uh, that have no end game. You see, liberalism, uh, liberalism, uh, conservatism is about solving problems, meeting goals, uh, achieving. Liberalism is about agenda. Well, if you put a number on the fair share, then you've destroyed, uh, you destroyed the agenda. And so it is, it is so important, so important, uh, that, uh, we understand, uh, you know, the, the whole goal of liberalism and the mask is, is vir- it's, it's, it's virtue signaling. That's all it is. That's why they drive around in a car by themselves. Look at me. You know, I wear a mask, you know, uh, well, good for you. That's wonderful. That's great. You know, um, but, uh, <clears throat> a liberalism, uh, is raising its ugly head here again in Gonzaga University. Uh, you've got a, a guy that actually is beloved by people all over the world. Uh, he's this tiny little white guy, uh, that, that, uh, became a huge star at Gonzaga. Uh, and I say tiny relative to the Giants in the NBA, uh, and in, in college basketball. Uh, and, and just, and loves Gonzaga basketball with every being, every fiber in his being. Uh, and he's, uh, has his season tickets pulled because he won't wear a mask. That, that is exactly, there's no telling how much money this guy's responsible for raising for Gonzaga University, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money he raises. It doesn't matter what he does. Uh, and listen, it's not a, it's not a color thing. You see this with, uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving won't take the, uh, Kyrie won't take the, the vaccination. And man, now he is a, a piranha. He's, he's a pariah, rather. Uh, they're the piranhas. Uh, he's a pariah because, uh, he, he, he won't take the vaccination. And, uh, so it's not a color thing. It's not John Stockton because he's white. Uh, it's because he won't wear a mask. We see this all the time, liberalism, oh, uh, you know, racial equality, racial equality, till Kyrie Irving won't uh, go along with the, the liberal agenda and, uh, black lives matter, uh, black lives doesn't matter any longer, uh, because this guy won't line up. He won't bow. And, uh, and it all comes back down, uh, to the same thing. Uh, liberalism will destroy itself, uh, to, uh, to further its agenda. And, and maybe that right there is the answer. Maybe that's the answer to destroying liberalism. I, I love what Rush, Rush Limbaugh said. Uh, establishment Republicans don't get it, uh, never will get it. Mitch McConnell won't get it in a million years. Um, uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, uh, you know, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, I mean, every one of them. Uh, save just a handful. They will not get it. They do not get it. But Rush, Rush understood it. Liberalism's goal is to crush, uh, conservatism, to destroy it, to utterly, completely destroy it. 
conservative uh, establishment Republicans rather want to get along with Democrats. Listen, Democrats are never going to like you. Ted Cruz, Democrats are never going to like you. Dan Crenshaw, Democrats are never going to like you. Um, and so, uh, you know, because it's a religion to them. Uh, but to, to us on the conservative side, conservatism is principles and we will uh, fight to the bitter end for those principles. Hey, uh, uh, mentioning Dan Crenshaw, did you see the Twitter, uh, feed about Dan Crenshaw? Uh, uh see if you can Google that uh, or, or go to Twitter, look up Dan Crenshaw, the little 11 year old girl. Uh, and again, I wish maybe, maybe Doc comes back in a day or two. He can, he can do this for us and play it and he'll have a blast with it. Uh, but uh, you, you gotta, you gotta look up Dan Crenshaw because Dan Crenshaw was on a podcast, may have been his own podcast. I'm not sure. And he, 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 uh, this is pretty close to a quote, but he said, you know, there's archetypes in, uh, in society. Uh, and he said the archetypes like Jesus Christ. And then he said archetypes like Superman. And, and so he puts Jesus Christ and I'm sorry, Batman, uh, Jesus Christ and Batman in the same sentence, which I thought was, you know, anyway, uh, ill-advised. And probably if he put Superman there, it'd been a little closer because Superman actually, if you go back and read the history of Superman, Superman actually is an allegory about Jesus Christ. And so that would have been much more, uh, apropos, but, but hey, it's Dan Crenshaw. So what am I going to say? Uh, but Dan Crenshaw says, you know, in, on this podcast, uh, he says, you know, you got archetypes in, in, uh, in society like Jesus Christ, uh, and Batman. And then he said this, this is a quote. And that's pretty close to a quote, the first part. He said, uh, also, uh, he said, you have real, real archetypes, uh, uh, in society. So maybe he didn't mean, uh, to, uh, say that Jesus Christ wasn't real, but he did put Jesus Christ and Batman as archetypes. And then he said, you even have real archetypes. And he, I don't remember him using any examples, uh, but he said you have real archetypes in society and, and archetypes, uh, if, if you've got to brush up on your literature, uh, or definitions, uh, is, is a pattern. It is kind of the foundation. It is kind of what everything else is made from. Uh, so it is, uh, so Jesus Christ is an archetype is a very, very, couldn't be any truer statement. The problem is he said Jesus Christ and Batman. So I'm, I'm wondering then is, you know, does he even know what an archetype is? And then he goes on to say, uh, and real archetypes, uh, even real archetypes, uh, are, are in society. So that's the background. So this 11 year old girl looked like at a, I don't know, like a Western sizzler. I didn't know they even existed anymore. Uh, but it's some restaurant, you know, one of those places where you go and everybody's breathing all over the food and, and, uh, you're handling the handles that everybody else has handled and, uh, you know, people sampling the, mashed potatoes with their fingers as they walk by, you know, one of those places and everybody's got their food and he's talking. There's, you know, a gajillion people there eating forks clanging and people's talking and this little girl and it's, it's a, it's a fundraiser or maybe a town hall. I don't know, 
But 11-year-old girl gets up and she starts talking about uh, watching this podcast. And she said, uh, Congressman or Representative Crenshaw, uh, you uh, on your podcast, on this podcast, you said uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and she, she has the quote. She says, you said there are archetypes in society like Jesus Christ and Batman. Uh, and then there are other real archetypes. And she said, it, it sounded like you were saying that uh, Jesus Christ wasn't real. And and he said, well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can uh, go back and put a period after Jesus Christ. That's what you can do and not question my faith. That's exactly what he said to an 11-year-old girl. You should have heard the boos. You should have heard the cat calls. One guy said, quit talking to a little girl like that. And so, you know, uh, he got really upset. Uh, and, and maybe some of you have seen it. Uh, he got really upset uh, because she said it, but he, he uh, because she questioned him. But here's the problem. If you wouldn't have said it the way you said it, she wouldn't have questioned you. And you could have easily said, yeah, that was that was really silly of me to put Jesus and Batman together. And I should have said real archetypes like Jesus Christ, you know. But who knows? Who knows with these, uh, you know, I, I call him the John, the new John McCain. That's that's who he is. Uh, and, and here's something you'll find. I'm not going to get up too far off here because i got a couple more things here I want to uh, talk to you about today, and we got the tweet of the day. We're gonna have a lot of fun with that today. Don't don't leave me till we uh, hit the tweet of the day. That's gonna be a lot of fun, but uh, it, it's gonna be a little different than we normally do around here, uh, and and broaden that a little bit. But uh, look, you know, uh, you, you don't know what because they every time if, if someone said, how do you know an establishment? guy or gal is 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 lying well if their lips are moving uh man they are the masters of talking big you know they'll listen they'll talk against uh sending troops to to the ukraine then they'll behind the scenes be supporting it that, that's how disingenuous these people are listen if they would come to your district if they would come to your state if they would travel to your town and tell you this and that. Then they get up there and they vote just the opposite. Uh, they'll ball face lie to your face. You know, they're going to lie up there. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you don't expect much from them. You know, they're not going to change. I don't care. They're going to tell you. And they think you're stupid. They think you actually believe what they're saying. That's, that's probably the, the saddest part. I heard a psychologist say years ago, and he said, you know, built into every human being is a is a natural lie detector. And you just you know if people are lying or not. You just do. And and sometimes you're surprised, but not 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 a lot. You, you just kind of know when people are, are lying to you. Uh, Lindsey Graham lies for a living. Ted Cruz lies for a living. Marco Rubio talking tough about this and talking tough about this. And, uh, you know, around election time, talking tough about the border. Uh, you know, uh, we need to do this. We need to do that. Well, you've not offered up a single bill. You know, you've not offered up any solutions whatsoever. I don't want to hear it. Uh, you're, you're, you're fired. You know, you're replaced. Uh, French Hill, you're replaced. Conrad Reynolds, uh, you know, moved to the head of the line. And so, um, you know, uh, Dan Crenshaw, uh, 
you can get mad all you want. You can talk to a little girl, you know, uh, like a big bully, but you're the one that said it. You're the one that said, uh, Jesus Christ and Batman are archetypes and there are real archetypes as well and, uh, in society, uh, you know, and, and made it very clear that Jesus and Batman were these fictitious archetypes. Uh, maybe you didn't mean it that way, uh, but when you get called on it, uh, especially by 11 year old girl, but anybody, uh, just say, you know, yeah, I, I messed that up, uh, 100%. Thank you for bringing that out. And, uh, but don't, you know, that, that's the entitlement. Uh, here's what I've seen is guys like Dan Crenshaw, uh, you know, guys like Ted Cruz, uh, guys like Marco Rubio. They were not wealthy men, uh, when they went to, uh, their position, when they went to the House and then went to the Senate. Uh, but they become very wealthy. Well, you don't get wealthy. $180,000 a year is a lot of money. Uh, that, that's a good living, no doubt about it. Uh, but living in DC and where the rent is, you know, where they're living is, you know, five grand a month. Uh, you don't get wealthy on 180 a year. Uh, but all of them will come out of their multi, multi millionaires. Uh, well, uh, it all goes back to where we started here today. Go back to, uh, the big, uh, donors go back to the corporate interests. Watch the boards they get on when they leave. That uh, they leave uh, the Senate and the jobs their wives get, the jobs that uh, family members get, and uh, it's just you know it's it's as corrupt as can be, no doubt about it. Um, uh, I want to talk. We, we start talking about sports. We're talking about John Stockton and how that Gonzaga University has. Uh, really done him wrong in, in my humble opinion. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I want to talk about, uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm going to have so much fun with this. Uh, we may save this. Let, let me go to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. You know, Tom Brady was favored. Aaron Rodgers was favored. I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, they were favored by six, uh, because the, uh, game, uh, that they played against the 49ers was in, um, Green Bay, uh, Tom Brady was favored. I don't think it was nearly, I think it was pretty close. It may have been a push. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, was at home, uh, in, uh, Tampa Bay. They lost. Aaron Rodgers lost. Tom Brady, granted, had a much better game than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady actually had a really, a pretty good game, although he did throw, I think, uh, at least one pick, if not two. Aaron Rodgers, uh, didn't have as much turnovers as he just, just didn't have a, a really a very good game, uh, and uh, but I, th- I think that's the 49ers defense. But uh, be that as it may, but but I, I don't want to talk about that as much because probably a lot of you have turned off the NBA anyway. So uh, that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the response. Uh, I was listening to a uh, pseudo local show. It's not actually in Arkansas, but it's a YouTube show. It's not ESPN. I can't, I can't take that. Um, no more than I take Fox News or CNN, but it was, uh, it was a pseudo, uh, regional show. I'll put it that way, talking about, uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers losing. And the guy was just mocking Aaron Rodgers. You know, he never said a word about Tom Brady, but mocking Aaron Rodgers. Well, they've been pulling for Aaron Rodgers, uh, to, uh, to fail ever since he went on Joe Rogan. And they have just been pulling for him, uh, not to win the MVP, although he had an MVP year, 
Um, and so we see this. It wasn't about his play. You saw, you heard very little about his play versus Tom Brady's. Uh, it was all about Aaron Rodgers uh, and his, you know, Joe Rogan, and they were calling him Aaron Rogan. They were calling him Aaron Ivermectin, and you know, just just juvenile, idiotic stuff that they were saying. And and it goes back to my point about Gonzaga and John Stockton. It goes back to my point about liberalism in Baltimore. Is liberals destroy everything that they touch? Uh, if if you are a liberal. Uh, and, and you're not listening if you're a liberal, but if your brother-in-law is a liberal, uh, you know, he has to, once he uh, opens his eyes and, and, and becomes cognizant of his surroundings, he has to, uh, he has to understand, he has to know, uh, that, uh, he is, uh, you know, that liberalism, he is a part of something that destroys literally everything that it touches. And and uh, and so uh, th- this is another example. Here's a, a a probably one of the best arm in the in the NFL, and probably the best court, one of the top five quarterbacks ever to play the game. Uh, and he'll go down as this untouchable because he dared uh, to uh, advocate for uh, keeping people out of the hospital and using alternative. Uh, medicines. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, these medicines, ivermectin, these medicines like hydrochloroquine, uh, and every other medicine, by the way, every blood pressure medicine, every other medicine out there. Did you know that a majority, if not a hundred percent of all pharmaceuticals are, are a synthetic derivative of a natural mineral a natural element. That's right. Ivermectin is a is a uh, manufactured synthetic uh, from from a natural uh, element. So is hydrochloroquine. So is every, blood pressure medicines, diabetes medicines. Uh, all these medicines uh, are derivatives of the natural. Uh, it goes back to what Peter said uh, when writing. He said God has given us everything that pertaineth both to life. And the godliness, what we need to heal us, it's out there. The vitamins and the minerals. Now, they have to be processed the right way and they have to be in the right form so the body can absorb them and so forth and so on. So uh, you got to do your due diligence. But you know why pharmaceuticals uh, synthesize uh, elements, uh, natural elements, is because they, they can't uh, they can't patent natural elements. So they make a synthetic uh, version of natural elements. And, and so guess what? They have to use other things in that synthetic version of that natural element. And that's why on a pharmaceutical commercial, 15 seconds is what the pharmaceutical will do for you. And the other 45 seconds is what it will do to you. And so... Uh, it, it, it's incumbent upon us. It is incumbent upon us to do our research, uh, go to places like frontline doctors, go to places like global summit, uh, go, global covid summit.com, uh, go to places like dead doctors don't lie.com, uh, go to places like this, go, read after guys like, uh, McCullough, uh, 
and, and Malone and, and, uh, listen to, uh, interviews by these guys and, and, uh, because I think that's so, so, uh, very important. Uh, but I want to, uh, I, I want to give you something here today that I just think is hilarious. Uh, and I was going to tweet this out today. I may tweet it out while we're actually on the air, if I can do that and talk and drink coffee at the same time. Um, is anybody else like me? I just, I love coffee. I just, I, I, I don't not only like the taste of coffee, I, I like that I like coffee. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I like when I, you know, meet, I, I'm going to meet a friend of mine a little bit later today, uh, Lord willing, and, and, I love to say, hey, let's meet for coffee. And, and I just, I don't know, I just like it. I, I'm thinking coffee's gonna be in heaven, right? Uh, anybody have any views on that? Josh, what do you think? Uh, what about you guys? Untangled? Uh, I think coffee's gonna be in heaven. It's just, uh, uh it, it's just something that, I don't know, I love it. I love, I, I, I have a, I have a, uh, I guess a confession. Uh, I, I love, uh, the right coffee cup. Am I weird? I love the, the heavy cups, the big cups. I like big cups. I cannot lie, right? Uh, man, that was terrible. But anyway, uh, I like, um, heavy cups, big cups, uh, with substance. You know, uh, I like the smell of coffee. I like the taste of coffee. I like that I drink coffee. I just, I don't know. I, I love coffee. And, uh, so I, I love to, to, to get on Twitter and, uh, and with a good cup of coffee and, and, uh, and just look it over. And, and, and Twitter really is, even though, uh, I'm actually becoming more of a Gab guy, uh, Gab social. Uh, and so you can find me Twitter at Donnie Copeland. You can find me, uh, at, uh, on Gab, uh, at Donnie Copeland. And so I'd love to follow you, uh, if you follow me there or uh, hit me up. Uh, and, and so last night we, we, we do something on here called the tweet of the day. Tweet of the day is brought to you by red, red river, your Tweet of the day is brought to you by red river, your What is red river, your It is a Liberty minded, uh, uh, giant dealership right here in the middle of the United States that will ship a car right to your doorstep. You just go to red river, your and uh, find a car on there. If you don't find it, hit the phone button. Uh, call them. Somebody will get on there with you, and they'll help you out. And uh, they'll uh, they'll walk you through it. Uh, I've talked to you about the uh, 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 the the Mitch Ward, the owner of, of this giant uh, family of dealerships, and uh, how liberty minded when he heard that Doc was being. Uh, uh, removed from cumulus media, man, I'm, I'm pulling, uh, everything uh, away from them ad wise and I'm going with you, doc. And man, we are so grateful to Mitch, to Red River your way. Uh, but listen, they're not just great patriots. Uh, buy your next car. I'm telling you, when I buy my next car, uh, if, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything in my power to buy my next car from Red River your way just because I love, I love, uh, everything about them. H- have you heard about Neil Young? <laughs> Neil Young told Spotify, uh, that it was either him or Joe Rogan. Let's do something real quick while we're on here. Uh, just for grins, uh, 
uh, yeah, uh, Neil Young uh, told Spotify. He said, "Look, he said, uh, if you don't replace, uh, if you don't replace uh, Joe Rogan, he said, you can take me down. You can get rid of me on on uh, on Spotify." And uh, as the kids say, uh, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> Uh, Neil Young has six million, uh, monthly listeners. Okay. That, that's, that's heavy duty for, um, uh, for a, uh, you know, for a Spotify artist. Spotify artists typically are in the, you know, twenties, thirties, a hundred, a thousand. Uh, my sons have a band, Knox Hamilton, and they have, I think about 200,000 followers and that's huge. Uh, that's huge, but they've been doing it a long time. They're really good at what they do. Uh, but six million is, I mean, that's, that's stratosphere. But, but Joe Rogan is, uh, 40 million. He, 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 he had 50 million listen to, uh, <laughs> listen to, uh, his, uh, podcast with, uh, I believe it was, uh, Peter McCullough or maybe been Dr. Malone. So, um, you know, you got six million followers uh, on Spotify or listeners, monthly listeners. Uh, Joe Rogan can pull 40 million. Your average uh, age listener is 75. His is 40. Juanita Roderick, who's a friend of this show, good friend of Doc's. Uh, and by the way, if you're just joining us, Doc and Peggy are a little under the weather. They should be back in the next day or so. Doc will be back next day or so. Uh, and so I'm Donnie Copeland. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Donnie Copeland, Gab at Donnie Copeland. I'm uh, sitting in, uh, doing my best. Man, you don't, you don't get a voice and a talent like Doc. Uh, just, you can't replace him. And so I'm not trying to replace him. I'm just trying to hang on, uh, for the next 20 minutes, uh, to get through, uh, and, uh, and, and just give you some, some, uh, material here and, 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 and make your day a little brighter. Uh, but we gotta, we, we gotta talk about the tweet of the day. And today, the tweet of the day is not gonna be one tweet. It's gonna be a bunch. And it's brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. It's that big old dealership, liberty-minded dealership right here in the middle, uh, of, uh, the United States. And we'll ship a car anywhere, uh, in the nation to you. Man, uh, they will deal with you. They're wonderful people. Uh, they are huge supporters of Doc. When Doc was, removed from cumulus because of the vaccine mandate. They called him and said, look, uh, we're pulling our support from cumulus and we're, we're moving to you. And, uh, and, uh, man, that just, that was so humbling. Uh, Mitch and, and the family of dealerships, uh, all over, uh, that can get a car all over these United States do business with people like this that love liberty, love getting uh, this stuff out to you, but so the results of of Neil Young, uh, <laughs> Neil Young uh, challenging Spotify to remove Joe Rogan uh, didn't go well on Twitter. Let's just say it that way. Juanita Broderick, who is <laughs> Juanita Broderick, who's pretty salty, by the way, on on Twitter. Uh, thank goodness I can read this one today. Uh, but Juanita. Uh, says Neil Young, it's me or Joe Rogan. Spotify, uh, actually has, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, laughing emojis. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, the post millennial said Canadian rock icon Neil Young comes out in favor of censorship. 
demanding that Spotify drop Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, Greg Kelly said, I can't stand Neil Young. That one song was so annoying. Keep on rocking in a free world. He sang it like that was supposed to be deep. It was silly, just like his demands about Joe Rogan. Let Joe speak. Uh, I love Nick Adams. Uh, Nick Adams. <laughs> Nick Adams says Neil Young is 76 years of age, hasn't been relevant in 40 years, but somehow he thinks he can demand Spotify choose between him and the most popular podcast in the world. Joe Rogan is going to win that battle, this battle every time. Uh, Lauren Chin, <laughs> Lauren Chin said today I learned that Neil Young is on Spotify. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, these are great. Uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, oh, I love this. I enjoyed listening to you, Neil. Uh, you'll be missed. <laughs> uh, Gunther Eagleman. I know who Joe Rogan is. Who's Neil Young? Uh, Harrison Crank. Neil Young, who has 6,057,481 monthly listeners, thinks he has the influence to bring down Joe Rogan who has 200 million people who listen monthly. Get that. 200 million people monthly. He's worldwide. Uh, Paul Joseph Watson. I got to pre-read this because Paul can be a little salty sometimes. He's over at Prison Planet. At Prison Planet. uh, Said, Neil Young hasn't listened to a single hour of Rogan's podcast, and neither have all the NPCs on here obediently expressing their support. Matthew Culkin, uh, at M. Culkin says, I'm threatening to pull my music from Spotify, uh, over Neil Young's comments about Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> oh, shoot. Ben Owen, uh, he said, uh, oh, it's just an empty threat. Uh, Lou Dobbs, it still amazes me when the self-righteous left-wingers go full tilt fascist. Rocker Neil Young demands Spotify either remove his music or blacklist Joe Rogan. Uh, thank you, Lou Dobbs. That's that's great stuff. Man, I miss Lou Dobbs. Uh, uh, Twitchy team. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that's brought to you. That's tweets of the day brought to you by redriveryourway.com. Uh, redriveryourway.com. Boy, I've enjoyed this so much. We're going to hang out here just a little bit more. I got a couple more things I'm going to run by you here today and, uh, and just, uh, kind of close out the day and, uh, see what's going on around the world. Uh, and uh, get out there and drink my coffee. I, 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 I poured a cup when we started two hours ago, an hour and 46 minutes ago, and I've had maybe four drinks because I have to take a, <clears throat> have to take a break when I do that. And so, um, but anyway, man, I've enjoyed this. And thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, like I said, I've got a few uh, headlines here. Uh, I want to, I want to hit you with before we get out of here and, uh, and, uh, Feel free to, to give me a holler. You can tweet me uh, at Donnie Copeland. Uh, you can email me at, uh, uh, copeland.donnie, C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D dot Donnie at gmail.com, uh, copeland.donnie at gmail.com. And so you can, uh, catch me there. Uh, and so you can hit me, uh, up with an email. Uh, 
uh, I, I was reading about, uh, oh, I saw a tweet today and it was based on the, I don't know if you've heard, but Joe Biden didn't realize the mic was still hot and he called Peter Ducey from Fox News a, uh, wordy dirt, uh, uh, with initials SOB and, uh, it was picked up. So someone on, uh, someone on Twitter had a picture of P- Peter Ducey with, uh, that, that, uh, term spelled out under Peter Ducey's picture and then had a picture of, uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, Hunter Biden, uh, in the, in the famous picture of him lying in the bed with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And, uh, under that was the caption, smartest person in the world. <laughs> Man, uh, it, it is true. It is so true. I don't, I, I don't know exactly, uh, the, the actual explanation. I think I innately know, but man, uh, conservatives meme, uh, so much better than liberals. I mean, conser- I, I just, well, they're smarter. I mean, it's just, you know, they, they just are. They're, they're smarter. Uh, liberals are, you know, think of themselves as being educated, but education is not intellect. It's not the same thing. A lot of people are educated beyond their intellect. You know, you, you meet people all the time that have a lot of education and they're not real smart. Uh, you know, they can't screw in a light bulb. Um, and so, uh, I, I think that's some of it. I, I don't know. You, you might have an idea there, uh, about what it may be. I, I don't know. I, I would, I would love to hear your, uh, your take on it about what uh, you know, what is, uh, uh, you know, what is the explanation? I apologize. I had a couple people trying to call in. Uh, I, I don't know how to navigate that. Uh, man, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm operating on like a popsicle stick over here studio. Uh, Doc's got the Starship Enterprise over there. And so, uh, I apologize. Uh, we, we'll get this right. We'll get it to where you can call in. Uh, shoot me an email. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I'll try to, I'll try to catch you there uh, and answer any questions that you have. Uh, but uh, just wanted to hit a couple of news items with you here uh, today. Uh, uh, one was, I don't know if you saw this, but the the, uh, the uh, n- uh, news footage of the mass releases of uh, migrants into the U.S. I mean, it just continues. Uh, we're, we're trying to man everybody else's border, but, uh, you know, not not our own. Uh, not our own border, uh, you know, so it's, there's a lot, uh, you know, a lot going on, uh, a lot going on with uh, Ukraine, a lot going on with, uh, you know, in, in our own country. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's perilous times. Uh, but as I said earlier, it's not without hope. Uh, we, we know this. We know that, uh, we've, we've been here before. And uh, how many times, I'm 60 years of age, how many times have I said, man, this is it. When, when Barack Obama was elected, I said, man, this is it. You know, this is, this is all she wrote. And, uh, somehow, 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 some way we're still here. And, uh, we know we're going to be victorious in the end. We know that for, for sure. Uh, I want to encourage you today to, uh, to support in your prayers and your vote, but also with your money, even though it may just have to be a small donation that you uh, donate to these candidates, local candidates. I'm, I'm supporting some 
uh, local candidates. I'm supporting some statewide candidates. I'm supporting some uh, uh, federal candidates. Uh, and I can't give a ton of money to all of them, but I can give some to all of them and budget it. And I may have to do without, uh, you know, something here or there uh, and, and cut back on a, a meal out or something uh, here and there. Can't cut out my coffee. I've already established that. Uh, but everything else, uh, w- w- you know, uh, is uh, fair game. Uh, and so I think that's so, so very important. Um, you know, I think something that's going to really, you're going to see, uh, I say that, uh, you know, uh, we keep saying, you know, some way, somehow, uh, you know, these, these criminals are going to be, um, arrested and, uh, I, you know, the Hillary's and, and all, and I don't know. I just, I don't see it. But, you know, the, the latest is the $6 million, uh, you know, deal with, uh, with the Biden family. Uh, and, and so I said, oh, this is going to get them. But, you know, our justice system is so two tiered right now. Uh, I think we could do a whole show on the two tier nature, uh, of, uh, of the justice system, quite honestly, and uh, and and we, we we may do that in the days to come. Uh, I want to before we get out of here, I want to uh, talk about something that's really near and dear uh, to uh, Doc and to Peggy, uh, and uh, I think it's uh, real really important that I get this out here before we. Uh, before we get away. So I want to pull this up here real quick and uh, talk about TurnMyPowerOn.com. TurnMyPowerOn.com is a great supporter of our show here. And uh, there are actually, uh, if you go to TurnMyPowerOn.com, uh, if you'll go to the Find a Doctor, uh, you will find uh, a doctor uh Hopefully in your area and we're adding new, uh, they are adding new doctors all the time. Uh, there's a lot more doctors on here than that were on here previous, uh, previously. Uh, but, uh, it is a, it is a, uh, a great, great thing. Uh, Doc talks about it all the time. Uh, the, the adjusting of the Atlas. I'm not going to go into it, uh, as much. Uh, because I'm, I'm not as versed, uh, not anywhere close as Doc is. Uh, but basically the objective of TurnMyPowerOn.com is to restore the body's natural ability to heal. We talked about that a little bit earlier. And, uh, and, and, you know, Peter said God has given us everything that pertains both to life and godliness. Uh, and, uh, if you think back, uh, a hundred, two hundred years ago, there was none of the pharmaceuticals that we have today. And, uh, uh, someone's like, likes turtles. Good. I like, I'm glad that you like turtles. I like turtles too. Do you like yours with caramel or without car- caramel? Oh, you're, are you talking about actual turtles? Uh, anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, so we're talking about turnmypoweron.com. Turnmypoweron.com. TurnMyPowerOn.com is a uh, objective uh, or a method to restore the body's natural ability to heal. So often we treat the symptoms. We put a Band-Aid. Uh, we have nasal 
uh, or sinus issues, we take uh, Flonase or one of the uh, or allergies. We take Flonase. We take uh, something uh, Claritin uh, for that, and uh, and that is tre- treating the symptoms. We take ibuprofen, which is really bad for your gut, actually your gut health, um, and occasionally. Uh, it probably is not terrible, but, but on a regular basis is not good for you. Um, but, uh, we, we take a lot of things to, uh, to treat the symptoms. Uh, and, uh, man, I think one of the most, uh, uh, liberating things we talk about liberty here on this show a lot. One of the things that, that really, really is liberating is when you take your own health into your own hands. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the turnmypoweron.com objective is to uh, help you not figure out uh, the symptoms of a disease, but why did you get the disease? Uh, n- not just to mask the pain or mask the discomfort, but how can this be fixed? Uh, and so how can I be 100% healthy again? Uh, what may have I done wrong to develop this? Uh, our drugs or surgery my only option and uh, i'm telling you there is wonderful wonderful uh uh reviews out there uh and i want to read just a couple of these to you man i i found these to be so i was going through them last night uh and uh they were just so to me uh, encouraging and uh, i wanted to uh, share a few of these with you, if I may, uh, here before we get away from here. It said, great, uh, great doctors, uh, experiencing left elbow pain, uh, and, uh, numbness in my arm and leg. Uh, x-rays, uh, should, uh, showed my alignment. I'm sorry, it's, uh, uh, I, I needed to be aligned. Pain is gone. Added benefit was, uh, regulation of my blood pressure. Uh, that was, uh, 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 Michael, uh, I've had neck pain and eye problems for years, been to many doctors, uh, and, uh, and, and yet after, uh, after going to turnmypoweron.com, uh, the difference in my eyes, uh, and my whole body is amazing, a true blessing. That was by Jan. Uh, people here are wonderful, very help, helpful, uh, good, uh, godly Christian people. Uh, someone else said, uh, Said my experience uh, and my family has had here is nothing short of a godsend. Uh, listen to this: uh, my asthma uh, symptoms have improved. My husband and daughter have significant improvement of their headaches, and neck pain. Um, uh, I would highly recommend uh, turnmypoweron.com. Also, you're not going to meet uh, nicer people. I've suffered with migraines uh, for years, uh, for decades since coming to turnmypoweron. Dot com. My life has totally changed. Uh, so on and on, we've heard uh, the great, great testimonials. Doc and his family, uh, Peggy, they have great testimonials of, uh, of, of just wonderful, wonderful things uh, that they have received from TurnMyPowerOn.com. So I want to encourage you, go to TurnMyPowerOn.com. Uh, go to find a doctor, find a doctor in your area. A lot of our, uh, we have a lot of Arkansas listeners because we're based here and Doc was based here with his radio show. So we have a lot of listeners that came over from the radio show. Uh, and, uh, you'll find a great doctor right there, uh, Dr. Crabtree. 
there and then uh, all over uh, Florida is huge for us uh, and you have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of doctors there on the find a doctor tab uh, all up and down uh, there that can that can help you in Missouri and uh, Georgia uh, uh, North Carolina uh, Alabama Kentucky uh, Arkansas uh, uh, Texas uh, Florida a lot of lot of great great uh, uh, help there for you. So, man, it's been a pleasure being here with you today. Thank you for putting up with me. Uh, please keep uh, Doc and Peggy in your prayers. They're doing better. Uh, just, you know, just feel cruddy, uh, but uh, really hoping they'll be up and around uh, just in the next uh, few days. Uh, and uh, hopefully Doc will be back tomorrow. Uh, if he's not, uh, I'll be back here with you again tomorrow. And so, uh, we uh, hope to see you here. Don't forget to like and share this. Let somebody else know about the show. Uh, go ahead and send us. Uh, you can catch me uh, at Donnie Copeland on Gab, at Donnie Copeland on Twitter. Uh, you can find the Doc Washburn Show on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, drop us a note. Like and share uh, our page and let other people know about it. And uh, hopefully we'll see you right here. Don't forget. Uh, things can look dark today, but it's gonna get better. Be not weary and well do, uh, be not weary and well doing, for in due season.